Are you ever faced with a decision and confused by your options? Become empowered with the knowledge to make informed choices, expand your awareness, and go beyond the mainstream. Infuse your life with spirituality and surround yourself with a community of like-minded people. Welcome to Empowered Today. Hello and welcome to Empowered Today. I'm Jen. And I'm Kaleem, and we're here to help you take a proactive approach to becoming empowered. And if you enjoy our podcast, be sure to visit empoweredtoday.net and subscribe. Well, today we're here to talk to you about somebody we think you should know. Casey Weishi is the author of I'm the Boss of Me. Hi, Casey. Hi there. So Casey, share with us a little bit about who you are so our followers can know all about this wonderful opportunity. Well, thank you. And thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm, I'm a big fan of you too. So um, my name is Casey Weishi and I'm a mom. I'm a happily married wife. I am a sister, a daughter, a friend. Um, but the thing I am the most is I'm the boss of me. And it's a little children's book series that I wrote, and uh, I'm hoping that it's going to reach out and help people become good bosses of themselves. So Casey, let's expand on that a little bit. Um, Help us to understand really what is I'm the boss of me and the philosophy behind this movement that's beginning. Sure. So um, I'm the Boss of Me is um, a children's book that talks about being in control of all parts of you, your hands, um, your mind, um, what you think, what you do. It's being a good boss of yourself so other people don't have to be the boss of you. So it's controlling your behavior, your mouth. It all started because my uh, little rascal of a son, when he was in elementary school, he would get notes sent home from the principal and the teachers saying that he was shouting out in class, you know, you're three minutes late to recess, things like that. And uh, one day he came home and I had had a bad day at work. So I, I just looked at him and I said, why do you keep doing this? And he said, I can't help it, mommy. It's, it's my mouth. My mouth made me do it. And I looked at him and I said, well, you need to be a good boss of your mouth. And then I was like, wait a minute, come with me. And we went into my office and we pulled out paper and we started assembling this little book. He's 19 now and has a full academic scholarship to a university. So it worked, although it was not overnight. So when you think about the philosophy, put that into a little bit of a nutshell for us. Sure. So I'm the boss of me is a way to take control of your life, being the boss of you, so that what happens to you in your life is as you want it to be. Taking control, being responsible, knowing that you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you react. Mm -hmm. So being a good boss of you is going to make your life wonderful because you're controlling your reactions, you're controlling, even if it's not what is happening to you, you can start guiding your life to how you want it to be. And you said your son changed. Can you tell us a little more about that? Yeah. So like I said, it wasn't overnight. Um, He was seven. And anyone who can get a seven-year-old to change overnight, 
that, that'd be amazing. But what happened was we put this book together and I just started out by putting like eyes, mouth, ears on separate pieces of paper. Then I asked him to draw a picture of it. Then we started talking about what each of those body parts could or should do. So for mouth, it was say nice words, keep it shut, eat vegetables, you know, all the things that a mouth can do that it should do. At the end, when we stapled it all together, we talked about it. We read it like a book. He, he got it. He understood the concept, but he was seven. So the next time I got a letter home from the teacher, I said, were you being a good boss? He's like, no, I wasn't, mommy. I said, well, how can you be a good boss? And so we just kept going on. When I had learning opportunities, when I was with him personally, I could turn to him and say, honey, were you being a good boss? No. How can you be a good boss? And he would, we would talk about it. We would use it as a tool to get him to be responsible for his behavior. And it took a couple months. I'm not going to lie. It was not an overnight success. If I had started earlier, I think it would have been um, a much easier time for him in school and stuff. But he did get it. He does understand. And like I said, he now has a full scholarship to the university. And I'd like to say that was part of me, but he's a pretty smart kid, so it's mainly him. <laughs> well, you hit on a couple of topics that we have discussed repeatedly in the podcast, and the first of which is awareness. There can be no change without awareness. And so this movement for you and your son gave him the opportunity to be aware. What was he doing? What did he need to change? What was expected of him? So it was a fabulous way to shine a light. And we talk a lot about that uh, on Empower Today. Can you talk a little more, too, about what happened through his growing up years? And you said that he's now, you know, 20 and in college. What choices do you see him making that you can connect back to I'm the Boss of Me? Sure. So as he was um, entering high school, you know, he, he always had good grades, but he was starting to, I started saying, hey, what are you going to choose to do for high school? What are your passions? What do you want to do? I can't dictate to you what you should do. You need to figure out what you want to do. So he, you know, got into all his AP classes. He was doing, he was doing some things in theater, and my mom was very anti, don't do theater, you won't get into a good school, take STEM classes, which he was also doing. But he said, no, mom, I want to take theater. I want to, I want to do this. And I said, okay, then do it. You're the boss of you. This is your passion. He did get straight A's in theater and his other classes. What it did was it gave him uh, the ability to debate. He went on to the debate team and could stand up and have presence. Um, he ended up being in the high school musical a couple times as, you know, not leads, but as, you know, speaking characters. It gave him self-confidence. He didn't, it, it just was a good thing. He made his own decision to do his own thing. He ended up going into college again, getting the full scholarship for academics. And he picked one, he picked a, a accounting. And his first semester, he kind of was like, ah, why am I taking, just because I'm good at math, I I thought I'd take accounting and I was like, well, pick something else, you know, be the boss of you. What do you want to do? So what's nice is he does consult with me, which I'm very happy about. But at the end of the day, it's his choice. I thought he'd be great as a business major. He hated it. So he went on and became switched to sustainable studies. And where he was being stressed out about going to classes and things like that, 
he's now, he'll text me and go, mom, I learned the coolest thing today. And he's, you know, he was the boss of himself. He, he thought being a business major would be good. I thought being a business major would be good because he's crazy good at math. It scares me. Um, but he, it wasn't what his true passion was. And now he has something that his, his true passion and he's the boss of him and he picks his classes and he figures out what he wants to do. And, um, it really gives him, I think, a sense of purpose in being, and he's much happier being the boss of him. So Casey, talking more about the whole parenting and watching your son as he grew, taking that philosophy, now seeing the results of it. When we look at how can we best help our children to become capable of making choices, wanting to do what they would love, I I so enjoy this story because it kept giving him permission to say, oh, what is it that I love? What is it that I want to do? I am the boss of my life. And so much of the philosophy of, of things that we do on this podcast is you're at the helm. Where are you heading? You know, and if you don't like the direction you're heading, change the direction. So I think that also helps children to want to be able to talk to their parents and feel like there is an exchange of conversation instead of this is what you have to do. You have to follow in the family business and there's no other choice, right? Um, so let's take that and let's rewind the clock a little bit because all of us became uh, children at one point of time and we had our parents and our parents were doing everything that they could that they understood how based on what they knew how to do. So rewind the clock for us a little bit and tell us if there were things in your childhood that may have also brought this vision into reality for you. Okay. So I grew up right outside of Washington, D.C., um, inside the Beltway. I went to a small private girls' school with um, a lot of the Washington, D.C. elites. And then I ended up graduating from T.C. Williams High School from Remember the Titans. I would say in childhood, it was it was the late 70s, early 80s, and I didn't see a lot of accountability. I know that sounds kind of silly, but on a daily basis, uh, the Washington, our, our nightly news was people blaming other people and you know, politicians yelling and screaming. And, and then the national news was usually just a repetition of that with a pulled back a little bit. So growing up, not having a real sense of what accountability was because the grownups around were busy fighting and blaming. And, and it was kind of a weird situation growing up. And it wasn't until I got out in the real world that I started to maybe do something wrong because we all make mistakes. I've made tons of mistakes, but figuring out, hey, what's my part in that? Oh my gosh, I did that? I didn't mean to do that. And taking that responsibility, going back, um, if you need to make amends, make amends. If you need to um, educate yourself more on why you did something. I kind of got hit with the accountability and responsibility in my early 20s. And I know, I wish, I wish I had had it in my early years, but then I wouldn't be where I am today. So at the end of the day, we're exactly where we need to be. And I'm exactly where I need to be. And uh, it was just, it was an interesting way to grow up. 
I think it really is passing that wisdom along that, one, we are not defined by how we grew up. We have the option and the choice to make whatever decisions that we need to make in the time and space that we're in now. And we learn from those things from the past, right? Yes. And we love our family. We love our parents. I love my mom dearly. I look at opportunities to grow and learn. And I loved what you said. Oh, you make mistakes. Well, I also heard you say that you learned from it. And so really what it is, is that every everything in life is lessons that help us to grow and progress into who we are. And I think learning to take ownership for our lives instead of expecting others to do it for us, which are we not constantly disappointed because someone else is not doing this right or doing it for us, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's um, such a great support to our followers, to us, to the direction that you're heading with the book and the philosophy. And you've had an opportunity for 12 years now to put <laughs> it to practice, right? Mm -hmm. So you've had, you know, how many moments, how many opportunities, not only in your son's life, but in your life and in anybody else that you've had, right? So um, just taking that into what we can give to our families, and we'll talk about that more in a few minutes, it's really be taking that ownership ownership in life. I'm the boss of me. I'm at the helm. Where am I heading? And this is the direction I need to go. So I love that. You know, Kaleem, when you mentioned that, it also occurs to me that it's not just what we do and the action we put out to the universe, but it's also about expecting that other people in our lives know what we want or know how to, to help us, to be there for us. Um, as parents, I think we have that issue all the time. Well, our child should just know that. And there's no way to do that. So if you're going to be the boss of you, you have to be the boss of your communication and, and having that two-way dialogue to make sure people understand who you are, what your moral compass says, and what they what you expect from them, you know, in your interactions, in the way you live, in the way you love, in the way you learn. Uh, it's so powerful, the philosophy that you've started, Casey, and there's so many areas that it can bleed out into, uh, so many things that it can do to really help people to look at the world and not see themselves as a victim. Mm -hmm. They're the boss of them. Now, it doesn't excuse any circumstance you may come from. You can come from a horrible circumstance and it's and bad things happen. And I mean, my heart breaks for so many people and the circumstances they come from. You see amazing people that lift themselves up and out of those circumstances. They've learned how to be the boss of them somehow and get out and become victorious. And I'm talking about anything from a single mom in a you know bad relationship to, you know, an NFL player who came from the projects. Uh, they're special people that have learned it and have lived it. And, um, and I think it's a really neat thing to have examples like that. And to also, you know, one of the things that I think is important is acknowledging and being okay with, I came from a bad circumstance and um, it's hard and touching those feelings and experiencing being the boss of those feelings and saying, yes, I'm allowed to feel those 
Now I've felt them. How am I going to figure something out? Do I reach out to somebody? Do I read? Do I move? You know, there's so many things of taking ownership of your life because we really do only have one. And we always sit back and say, I want to live my best life ever. Okay, how are you going to do that? And being a boss of yourself. Well, and we pose the question all the time, Casey, because we don't believe it's just our own doing. We have a connection to a divine source. There's a spiritual aspect to what you're teaching as well. You know, those people who come out of those bad circumstances, it's not just that they climbed their way out on their own, but what we like to think about at Empowered Today is also the element of that inspiration that power within them that cannot be named and whatever label you put on it, you know, God, the divine, the universe, there's something that is helped to fuel you to get you out. And so there's a element to your philosophy that we'd like to expand on as well. You felt some kind of inspiration. Where do you attribute that coming from? And how do you see that playing out in this philosophy as it moves forward? So now let's take a moment for a word from our sponsor. Envisioning the life you want but don't know how to get there? Feeling the drive for change but not knowing how to begin? You can put one foot in front of the other, but without the map, you don't know where you're going. Sage Coaching is wellness coaching. This service gives you the support, guidance, and the momentum you need to ensure you meet your challenges head on. With Sage Coaching, You know your efforts will take you in the right direction, and you won't be sidetracked by the distractions of life. You can reach for those big dreams. Your goal of a balanced, fulfilling life is achievable and within your grasp with Sage Coaching. Go to sagecoaching.biz today for more information. Sign up for a free consultation and begin your path to wellness at sagecoaching.biz. Sure. So I was raised what I call Episcopalic. My dad was Catholic. My mom's family was Episcopalian. Um, We'd go to church. The small private girls school I went to was Episcopalian. And I've I've always felt a connection to other people and energy, a love, I think, for lack of a, a, a better term. And one thing I've always loved to do is help. I'm the one that, you know, if there was a new kid at school sitting by themselves with the lunch tray, I'd be like, hey, come join us. You know, who are you? What are you doing? Stuff like that. And I think that the human connection is an energy. It's a force. It's a spirit. It's your God, whatever you want to call it. And at some point in time, kind of in my mid-20s, I started feeling that I was being taught lessons. Um, Some people call it God, the universe, all these things. And what I realized was I was being taught the same lessons over and over again, but I wasn't learning them. So the lesson got a little harder the next time. And uh, I didn't learn it. It got harder. I kept having the lessons repeat with the, the consequences being a little more intense. I'll start like something simple like in high school girls chit-chatting and maybe, you know, gossiping a little bit. And then you get find, found out, oh, that's done. We didn't stop. You did it again. Well, now you've got a bunch of people mad at you. Okay. You know, and it, it, it keeps progressing until you go, you know what? Maybe it's not a good idea to be gossiping because the ramifications were 
not the best. I wasn't a gossip, by the way. I'm just using that as an example. <laughs> and the same thing happens in life. Uh, an example may be, let's be dramatic for a second. Um, somebody may drink and drive and they have like a close call and they make it home, but they still go out and drink and drive again. So the next time they actually have a little fender bender, but the police aren't called and they go home. And then another, they go out and drink and drive again, but get in a car crash. They keep doing it. The consequences keep getting more and more and more until you learn your lesson. And the sooner you learn your lesson that the universe is trying to teach you, the, then you can go on to the next lesson. You can progress further. I think part of the thing with I'm the boss of me is learning those lessons as early as possible. Learning what your accountability is from board book age all the way up to, you know, I plan to go into an adult series. I'm the boss of me and my taxes. I'm the boss of me and whatever. But right now, it's just teaching the little ones, personal accountability, personal responsibility. So when you learn life lessons, you can learn it the first time. Move on to the next. Learn that one. Move on to the next. Don't keep repeating the same lessons over and over because the consequences, the universe will teach you the lesson. You will learn the lesson. Learn it early. Make it easier on yourself. That's just kind of my personal philosophy. I love it. You know, in my life, I, I, I learn a lot about paradigms, which are the habits, the things that we keep repeating, right? And we keep expecting a different results, right? Einstein says the, the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting something different to happen, right? Mm -hmm. So those paradigms come up, those habits come up, and we, we allow them to continue to control our lives until that moment, you know, where someone or something occurs within us that says, is this really the direction you want to keep going? Because you're not happy with the results of it. So how about if you become the boss of you and make a different choice? Yeah. Don't let things around you define you about whatever that is that's saying, oh, well, you can't do this. You can't do that. This isn't possible. And say, you know, I'm not going to listen to that anymore. I'm going to say, I'm an innate being. I have, I have worth and I have value. And what is it that I want to contribute into this world, this planet? And that's where I think that spark comes from, or at least that's what it seems like in all of us. And I think back when you started this with your son, you began a spark in him that said, I can make decisions because decisions are so important. I can make a decision to do something that I can positively impact how I'm reacting to me in the world, right? And so you take that philosophy all the way up into us as adults and saying, now taking all of this, and you've shared so much with us, but imagine being able to speak to the thousands and the millions that are listening to this right now and say, here's what nugget I could give to you today to take into your life, and to make a difference at becoming your own boss? What would you tell them? I'd say um, believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. You are an amazing person. You can be the best boss ever. You have it within you. And I have total faith that you can do it. So what if there are people around them that are saying, you're nuts, you're crazy, you don't know what you're talking about, you're not worth anything. Have you seen how your life looks like this? What would you say to them? I'd say be the boss of your ears and don't listen. 
Be the boss of your mind and do things to prove them wrong. Mm. Be the boss of your actions and watch how you can prove to them that they were wrong. Or be the boss of your mind and don't let them affect you. Don't worry about them. Just worry about yourself. You can do it. I love that. Super concrete, applicable to any of us, no matter what our life is like, we can. We can make a difference. We were all placed on this planet for some amazing reason. It could just be that you're going to be the veterinarian that saves the puppy that brought a family together, that they raised to be a therapy dog, that helped a person overcome a situation. I mean, there's, we touch each other, the energy that goes through everybody. If we can all focus on the positive and we don't always know what we do to affect people, but if we go out into the world with an intent of kindness and caring, if you think about a boat and what it does in the water, we're just kind of always moving forward and behind the waves, there's a wake going on behind. We don't see what's happening behind us but we know that they're there. So if we can just make sure all those waves have positive intent and that we're being a great boss of ourselves, the world can change to be a wonderful, better place. People don't have to be scared about losing out or any of the fears that are there. Be the boss of your fears, confront them, get over them. I don't know how to do that. Maybe with a therapist, maybe with a group of friends, maybe with a nice, big, healthy dinner. Be the boss. You can do it. And we talk all the time about the fact that there is no change without choice. And you need to start with that choice. But we also need to remember, like you said, we're a pebble in a pond. Who else are we going to affect by making those changes? And if they see something new in us, a, a, a light bulb that's come on, and we're now the boss of us, we're also mentoring those around us. You know, just by witnessing the fact that we become empowered, we empower others. So I applaud all your work with this philosophy. This philosophy is going to change a lot of lives, and it's going to start with those little ones. So like you said, they're not going to have to get the big punch by the universe. They're going to be able to make a different choice when they're tapped on the shoulder instead. So I'm so excited about this movement. I know that it's just in its infancy. Um, can you tell us a little bit more of what, what you're planning to do with I'm the Boss of Me? Sure. So um, right now I have the board book and it's called the It Bomb board book. It Bomb is I-T-B-O-M. It's the first letters of I'm the Boss of Me. And um, actually this morning I woke up, my artist, who's this amazing illustrator out in Los Angeles, Oscar Stashwick, sent me a, a the next part of, so we have the board book, and then we have kind of the pre-K to first or second grade book in process. And he sent me the illustrations. I started to cry because I have the words. I have what I wanted to say. He put it to life. He brought it to life. He brought the images, the children, they were they were amazing. They're diverse. They're able to do stuff. So this morning, he sent me the next set of drawings, and we're going to do a couple little tweaks here and there, and then we are going to send it out to the printer. So it's in process. That's the next one. 
So there's the It Bomb board book, I'm the Boss of Me board book. There's I'm the Boss of Me, which is about to go out to the printer. The next one is going to be I'm the Boss of Me, a primer for kids, a reminder for adults. And that's going to be about second grade to about fifth grade. And it's going to have things like I'm the Boss of Me, my homework, I'm the Boss of, you know, things like that. But all these books, I want the parents to read them too and maybe do some personal accountability on their own. I know that I still need personal accountability. I'm by, I'm not perfect. Nobody is. And every now and again, my husband will be like, um, Hey boss. Okay. You're right. I need to, <laughs> I need to reel that back in. Um, but I'm hoping the parents get it too. Um, my dream and we'll see what we can do is to create an entire series, kind of like the dummies guides or the idiots guide too, but it'll be the, I'm the boss of me series, which isn't demeaning. You're not sitting in the dummies section of the library or the dummies section of the bookstore. You're sitting in the, I'm the boss of me. I'm the boss of me in my car. Oh, look, here's how I, I need to go get my tires rotated, or I need to get my oil changed. You know, giving some real, real help to people of being the boss, taking control. You, Everyone can take control of their life, but I've, I've not seen kind of simple how do you do it? People just say it. Hey, take control of your life. Okay, how? I'm the boss of me and my homework would be, you know, well, you make sure you write down the assignment when you're in school. Make sure you bring home the proper books or get on the right website. Um, make sure you have it all done. Make sure you bring it back to school or send it into your teacher in these days of online learning. You know, that's being the boss of your homework. And instead of going, well, I don't know what happened. Well, I thought I hit send. Well, the dog ate it. You know, the, it's taking control and saying, I'm the boss. So we're starting with the babies. The uh, board book, by the way, completely chewable. It's all child friendly. So when you have your little one-year-old that's just gnawing on the corner, they're going to be fine. And it's it's just starting there. The The website is www.imthebossofme.com. And I think the thing that I am most excited about this book has been reviewed by several child therapists, family therapists. I've had teachers look at it. And I have one child psychologist here in Alexandria from a, a therapy group called Wise Families. And she wants to buy a couple hundred of these. And she's going to be distributing them to all the preschools here in Alexandria and Arlington and Winchester counties. She thinks it's so important for children to learn this lesson and learn it young. She's putting her money where her mouth is and giving them away to preschools. So that's kind of one of my big things that I'm very excited about is getting these to people. So on my website, I have a thing there called Sponsor Preschool. And the Sponsor the Preschool program is where you buy five I'm the Boss of Me board books. You get a discount on them. I send them to you. You put a little sticker on there that says, I'm donated by your name, your company, whatever you want to do. And then you give it to the preschool or the school or gosh, even your family at Christmas, wherever you, <laughs> whoever you want to get this message. And then you just donate it. You get it to the children. You get it to people that need it. You get it to people that maybe don't have that lesson in their family yet. And when you give it to the children, and then the children bring it home to their parents, then the parents learn the lesson. And so if they didn't already know it, they're learning, and then they can go back 
and reinforce the message. And now you've got a whole family that's learning to be the boss of themselves and having personal accountability. And I think the thing that is so amazing with personal accountability and personal responsibility is how you feel when you know you did it. How many times does a little kid go, I did it. They take responsibility for what they've done. And I mean, that's a joyous moment. When I got my first I'm the Boss of Me board book, I held it up to my husband and I went, I did it. And just like, you know, a little two-year-old who tied my shoes or something. But that's what it is. And that's, um, it's an amazing feeling. And I, I really hope that everybody gets to feel that about several things in their life, not just one, lots of things. Well, I am so thankful. And I just want to say to you, thank you so much for being with us today and taking the time to share your passion. And it's uh, really something that is so thrilling to think that parents and children are going to have an opportunity to become much more grounded in their ownership in life. And it's certainly the philosophy we're working towards, which is empowering people to take ownership for their life. And, um, and I, I do think any time that a parent reads to a child, you're actually teaching the parents, <laughs> right? <Yep. laughs> I learned so many lessons from my son's board book. Yeah. The, the term learning opportunity didn't enter my, my sphere until he was four and a preschool teacher said, you know, this is a wonderful learning opportunity. And I was like, what's that? And when she explained it to me, I was like, that is a great learning opportunity. And, you know, that was what, 15, 15 years ago. I had never learned that term until 15 years ago. So I just think our children teach us so much. They teach us patience. They teach us truly unconditional love because we love them unconditionally, even when they're getting notes home from the principal. They teach us joy, seeing things through your kids' eyes for the first time, dinosaurs. I had a new passion for dinosaurs because I had a son. And I'm hoping that a lot of parents will read this book and be delighted in um, what it can teach their kids and what they can learn from their kids as their kids are being little bosses. And I can't wait to start hearing stories from parents that'll write in that go, Thank you so much. My daughter pointed out that I wasn't being a good boss of me. She's four. And, <laughs> you know, fun stories like that. And she was right, you know. So I'm hoping that it brings joy to people because I really think there's so much joy to be had in the world. And if we're the bosses of ourselves and we get to say, I did it when we're little or when we're big or when we're old, I just think looking back on your life and being able to say, I did it. That's going to be amazing. You are definitely a pebble in that pond. The ripple effects are going to be huge. Kaleem and I are going to be able to say that we were here on the ground floor with you <laughs> when it started. Uh, we are looking forward to having another interview with you when you've put out more books and just to get the update on how I'm the boss of me has expanded and helped the entire world to be able to be personally accountable and empowered. So thank you, Casey. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. It really is. Um, having a 
my first podcast being on Empowered Today about empowering yourself. It was kind of kismet. It's it's what this is all about. Well, as uh, unimaginable uh, as it is, I think we're finished with this podcast, but I do want to encourage our listeners to come back. Next time, we're going to be discussing digestive issues. Now, nothing as glamorous as birth, but interesting information that will help you to understand why there's so much going on with digestion these days and what we can do to support our bodies. Well, it's time to bring this podcast to a close, and we want to celebrate you, all of you, for making the decision to be with us today. And until next time, live your empowered life. Thank you for listening to Empowered Today. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank our sponsor, Natural Childbirth 101. We are looking forward to you joining us for our next episode.